The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Great American Collectibles Show, heard Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on PSA.com and the PSA Facebook page. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by PSA and the National Sports Collectors Convention. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all of your hobby news, features, and more, visit sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now, your hosts, Tom Zappala and Rico Petroselli. Brian, you know uh, El Cristofoli, right? Absolutely. What? What? He doesn't say... Nah, this nah. I just show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Huh? Have you what noticed his hair? Have you noticed Al's hair? I think uh, Al lost his barber. <laughs> I mean, I think he wants to try out for that band Journey. That's what he said to me, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's, uh, he's let it go a little. He's, he's, he's let it go. Now, Rico, last week, if well, I recall. Some of us who have hair. No, but know, last but, uh, week, uh, I thought you were going to let it go. But nah, you, what just, happened? You embarrassed me. That's why. <laughs> why? Tell me what happened. I wanted to grow a ponytail. Yeah. And uh, you got all over me. Uh, I, ponytail's out of the question. What but is? a long hair in the back for an old man would look good. <laughs> oh. Look like Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? No, no. I, I got to get a haircut. It gets... Uh, so what's happening in the world? Right, first of all, welcome, everyone. Uh, we are so pleased to have in studio with us Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company because Brian is here for the show that you haven't attended in the last several years. I haven't gotten invited by the right people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? What happened? At no, no. <laughs> No, please. No, I'm kidding. I'm so, kidding. Oh, we, Rico, got, we got the long shot again, huh? Yeah, Rico. Rico Hi, had. Everybody. Rico had a little. Hello. Rico had a little falling out. Uh, but we, won't, we won't get into that. <laughs> right? We won't get into that. Have you that. been no. invited back? No. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go anyway. <laughs> anyway, Brian from uh, Mile High High Mile High 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 Card Companies here. Brian, welcome. Thank He's you. He's got an amazing auction coming up, and Rico. Right here, right here, there is there are probably seven or eight houses. Wow. There's a couple for couple, sure. At least a couple of houses here. But first, our headlines. Interesting headline. A lot of people already know it. Steve Sloan is no longer president of PSA and is now in the new position of chief marketing officer for the parent company, Collector's Universe. The new PSA president is Kevin Lenane, former vice president of product, and he assumes the new duties immediately. Mm -hmm. Both men have a wealth of experience in their new positions. Steve is a former marketing executive, and Kevin, whose company, Geniment, was recently purchased by Collectors Universe as a technology expert, and he's committed to improving the entire PSA process. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Steve and and, and Kevin. Uh, we've got Kevin coming on the show uh, probably in the next three or four weeks. We talked to him. He'd love to come on. And actually, we're going to get Nat on, too. Sure. Uh, Nat Turner. But uh, again, that's your headline brought to our friends by at uh, Sports Collectors Daily. Get the hobby news 24-7 from our friend Rich Miller and the great people at Sports Collectors Daily. Now, there's another headline here. This is a Rico Petroselli headline. It is? So, oh, yeah. I, you don't see it. New Orleans yeah. Steve... No, I don't think I'm going to give you this. That's not happening. New Orleans Steve Lane and Mikey, my other partner, Mikey Lamazos out here. New Orleans Steve Lane sent me this. 
And this is an article that was in a Brooklyn newspaper that Fox News is something. And they're talking about Rico Petroselli. And they interviewed this guy. Who is this guy, Hank Lamb? (laughs) (laughs) Who is this guy, Hank Lamb? Who is he? Hank Lamb? Yeah. The guy he interviewed. Do you even know him? No, I don't know him. Uh, Hank Lamb, <clears throat> he played sheep. He was a Sheepshead Bay High School grad. He played college basketball at Staten Island Community College and later at Pace University. Said, and I quote, Rico Petroselli was the best athlete to ever come out of Sheepshead Bay High School. He was an all-first team, all-city basketball player in 1961 and played alongside Billy Cunningham. There is never a doubt that Rico was going to be a major league ball player. In fact, now this is why I asked you if you knew the guy. He says, in fact, Lamb and some buddies oh, from PS206 Schoolyard traveled to Boston when Petroselli was called up to the Red Sox from AA. Stewie Levine, that name ring a bell? Yeah. Who was he? He's a friend. All right. Stewie Levine was also from Schoolyard, Lamb said, and was a top track athlete yes. at Sheepshead Bay. And then he became a coach, a great coach. Did he really? Yeah, yes. Well, bottom line is this, is that according to this, you were one of the best athletes to ever come out of Brooklyn. That's not true, of course. <sighs> I was the best athlete to come out of Brooklyn who didn't freaking go back. <laughs> Do five to ten. <laughs> That's what he meant. I was going to say that was a kind of a tough neighborhood, <laughs> yeah. right? How well, many, how many, how many of the great athletes never made it because they wound up behind bars? A lot, quite a few of them, right? All right, let's get to Brian. Yeah, Brian, welcome. Hey, you've thanks. got uh, first of all, you're in the Boston show. You like the Boston show, huh? Yeah, it's absolutely one of my favorite shows. It's been around a long time. It's yep. under new ownership now. It's still called the Greater Boston Collectibles Card Show, though, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, and. Uh, you have always gotten some pretty damn good consignments. Uh, Man, I'll tell you, we, we've been really fortunate uh, over the years. I've probably been coming here for, oh gosh, 25 years or so. And uh, you kind of have to earn your stripes at this show. Yeah. You know, when you first come, uh, they're, they're kind of uh, in tune with locals. And uh, until you break through that, um, it, it's a little bit of a tough go, but... Uh, for the last 15, 20 years, we've really done well here. We have a lot of really good clients in the area, um, have picked up some major collections, so it, it's worked out really well. Rick? Yeah, the, uh, I was going to say, Boston is a Red Sox city, and not necessarily a baseball, all-around baseball city. So what, what you guys have done is great. I mean, there's people who are coming who probably do like, you know, all the teams, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, you've helped others who come to the show, you know, maybe for the first time, and they see, hey, there's other players here, there's other teams, you know, so I think it's great. Yeah, they used Good to be show. real heavy. Uh, originally, they were real yeah. heavy on Red Sox players, Remember? Red Sox, Bruins players, yes. sure, originally. Hey, Rico, and which brings me, that's why I'm not wearing my Great American Collectibles hat. This week, I'm wearing uh, my Red Sox hat in honor yes. of, uh, you know, uh, for, yeah, for our viewers and listeners in other parts of the country, um, this week in Boston we lost uh, an icon, uh, Jerry Remy. Jerry was uh, all-star Red Sox player, second baseman, but Jerry yeah. uh, was more famous in, in the Boston area and in New England as the color 
uh, analyst for Red Sox games for the last 30 oh, years. Oh, yeah, long time. And he goes way back. I mean, you knew yeah, Jerry pretty well. The last time yeah. you spoke to him, he, was, he, was, he had relapsed or something, right? Oh. Well, he had, yeah, he had actually a second operation. He had a bunch seven. of operations. Seven. Seven operations on his lungs, uh, lung cancer. And I think the second time I, w- I went up to the booth because he had uh, mentioned even on air that he was depressed. Yeah. Didn't blame him. Yeah. And so you know, I just went up just to say hello to him, see how he was doing. And he was doing well. And then he went back to broadcasting. Then, of course, he had a, a relapse. And then finally we knew, uh, a lot of us close to the Red Sox knew that uh, this was pretty bad. The, I mean, the last time. Yeah. This was you know, I, we, we were talking, Mike and I were talking about that a couple of weeks ago because I said to Mike, I said, uh, I don't know if we're going to see him again. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he threw out the first pitch for the ALCS, yeah, I saw that which was great, but uh, you knew that he just wasn't yeah, going to uh, be back. Yeah, I spoke to Dennis Eckersley, his uh, broadcast partner there, and, and uh, Dave O'Brien, and uh, yeah, they knew pretty much because he was, ha- he was actually in the booth in the last month with oxygen. See, I didn't know that. You mentioned that. Yeah. So, so when, then when he was on camera, he'd take it out? Right. He'd take it out when actually he spoke, uh, and then he'd put it back in again. And, uh, but he was, he was an excellent uh, commentator. He funny. Had great funny. instinct. Funny. Oh, he, funny. He had it all. And he had two great partners, and Don Osillo, who's doing San Diego now, and uh, Dave O'Brien. Well, actually, he started with, what's his name? Uh, Ned Martin. Ned Martin. Yeah. And then from Ned, he went to... Uh, McDonough, Sean McDonough. Sean, yeah, that's right. He, he had he great. had some great partners. But the one thing about Jerry was that he was one funny guy. I don't know, Brian, if you've ever seen um, some of the not outtakes, some of the, some of the broadcast moments on Red Sox, the pizza yeah, thing, the riot, pizza throw yeah. when Remy's tooth fell out on on the air, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he was he was hysterical. He ate what kind of a bug or he, something? He, uh, he ate a grasshopper. It's just crazy stuff. Yeah. But anyways, Jerry, rest yeah. in peace. Yes, rest in absolutely. peace. Absolutely, we'll miss him. All right, let's get back to Brian. Uh, yes. So Brian, how does this show? Or Rico, you can ask the second question. Well, no, I wanted, <laughs> was curious as uh, how this show compares to others that you've been. Uh, Leave out the national. National, right. sure, fabulous. sure. The national is on a whole different scale. Oh, yeah. So aside from the national, I, I really think that this show is probably in in my opinion right at the top level. Really? This, yeah, I really do. This and there's a show in Strongsville, Ohio, um, just outside of Cleveland that uh, that I enjoy a lot. So, and then there's the Chicago show, but uh, I, I think the Boston show is right uh, at the top. We look forward to this show every year. Well, you have some amazing items that you brought. Uh, let's talk about the auction. Sure. When does the auction end? Now, remember, this is Friday, November, whatever it is. When does the auction end? November 1. November 11th. So that would be Next Thursday. tomorrow night. <laughs> right? Tomorrow night. It would be tomorrow night because it's Wednesday night right now. So okay. tomorrow night, the auction ends. Now, Rico's looking at me like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, he is. But you realize we're taping the show, Mr. Petroselli. So it this really, isn't oh, Wednesday. So it's Friday and not I Wednesday. It was Wednesday. <laughs> Boy, I'm getting out of here right now. What am I doing here? Am I at the right show? Is this- <laughs> anyway, so the auction ends tomorrow night. Let's can we look at some of this? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I don't even want to touch this stuff. But uh, our, our associate producer uh, Chrissy held that in her hand, and then when we told her what it was worth, uh, why don't you hold it right up? I didn't hold it. I was scared. Can to we touch zero it. in? I on just that? looked at it. 
<coughs> you want to have a zoom on that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah let's zoom in We're going to zero in on a lot of them. Oh, okay. Let's go. So this is the 1916 Sporting oh, News Babe Ruth rookie. Oh, Perfect. And it's oh, graded PSA it 7. Um, there's only three cards graded higher than this and three more additionally at the same grade. There hasn't been a 7 that's been uh, sold publicly since 2017. And we expect this card to sell for $3 million or so, more. May I? Wow. Absolutely. So this particular card now, was this a private consigner or i mean it was sure <clears throat> yep what a magnificent card what and the card really the really stretches the boundaries but you didn't want to handle the last card at the uh, on the burka stage remember you were afraid to handle yeah, but the this book. one's worth a lot of money so yeah, he wants it exactly <laughs> wow that is look at the bay look at the uniform no, yeah right. just look a great thin card. He is. that's a What's great that card. up there <laughs> <laughs> Rico's left. That's a good, <laughs> babe. That's, I'm sorry. That's a great card. Cliff Keen, the old uh, writer for Boston, said he's the greatest player he's ever seen. The babe can obviously hit for average uh, power, RBIs, and he was an excellent outfielder. He had an excellent arm, and he was a great base runner. And he had some speed early on before he had the hundred. Hot dogs a day. You've seen footage of him at at the plate, right? What yeah, was that. it like for Rico to play with him? I was, that's what I asked. You know? <laughs> He's rubbing off on you. Well, yeah. You should have seen the bat that he brought in last week to Rico. Best wishes, Cap. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah, yeah. It was like amazing. It right. was amazing. But that's uh, where did it go? Oh, oh, so, how, what, what else do you have? Just show us. Yeah, as we as stuff. we go through the show, man. So this I mean, is a forty-one play ball of Ted Williams because we're can, in Boston. Can we zoom in on yeah, that one? Yeah, Ted. I got you. There we go. There we go. Forty-one play ball. It's graded PSA eight. Um, fantastic color, so uh, great corners. Um, should do really, really well. Well, what does really, really well mean? Oh, gosh, the market's changed a lot. I mean, I, I would expect uh, in advance of 20000 For this card? Yeah. You know something? The, the, his rookie card, uh, I just bought one. Sure. Just a, it was a PSA 3. Yep. But it's really not an attractive card. Well, it's black, it's black and, and white. white. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a black and white card. But see, this is a really cool card. Really cool. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah. Should we go through a couple? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is a 51 Tola Terrace. It's from Cuba of Josh Gibson. It's a card oh, that wow. really you just don't see. It's his only card. Um, he has some postcards and things of that nature, but it's his only card. Uh, this is a card that's really a wild card. I don't know if it's going to do 45000 or or 100000 just because it hasn't been offered recently. You know, he was... Uh Interesting player. I, I mean, uh, you know, we just uh, we did some research on on Josh Gibson. You know, he he was he was up there with with the best catches. Oh, he was, I mean, he was really he was a home run hitter. Yeah, I mean, power hitter. And he was built like a bull. This, yeah, uh, he was. Don't laugh at this. I'm going to tell you a little short story. Satchel Page told us when we uh, you know he was there. He said, uh, "Yeah, Josh Gibson, great hitter." He says, "But uh, it didn't bother me." He said, uh, "He walked two guys." To get to jo Josh Gibson, he did. Yeah, <laughs> bases loaded. Josh Gibson, he and he, you know, he talked. He was, he was a riot. But he was, and he said, "I threw my sink, slinky stinker." He had about he twenty different names. Yeah, he struck him out. Did he really struck him out? He says that's why he was a great pitcher. There's Page. another guy that died young. Was uh, was I Josh think he was Gibson. only like thirty-seven years. Yeah, old. Yeah, when he died, oh, wow. when he passed away. But yeah. he was. Well, uh, those, uh, 
Those yeah. days they didn't have what we have now, you know, and medicines and all that. Yeah. And what else do we vitamins, have, Brian? Vitamins in so this the is a 51 Bowman uh, Mickey Mantle rookie. To my cod, uh, baby. Yeah. Except I only have it in a three. You want to swap? Uh, no. <laughs> no, this is a PSA 6. It's a nice centered card. Uh, just a card that uh, has really exploded in value recently. You know, that, that card, Rick, that, I bought this card when I was in Florida last year. And this card, in my opinion, still doesn't get enough love. Because, Everybody says that. I mean, this yeah. really, can, can you hold, the, can we zero in on this? Oh, here, you hold it. Because it's, uh, it's, really it's really the Mickey Mantle rookie card. There's no, it is the rookie it's, card. It's his yeah. rookie card, but the 52 tops gets all the love because of the beautifully colored card. And, and it's the first top set. Exactly, first yeah. top set. But is this card in, increasing in value? Oh, big time, yeah. This is a card that's incredibly popular right now and really increasing in value. It's, uh, yeah, it's chasing down the 52 tops. Good. That's what I want to hear. Wait a second. How much? Part of, part of, my, uh, part of my collection. See to what my you can come up with. <laughs> Huh? Part of my collection. That's to my not going to get it done, 50 Rico. Bucks? 50 bucks for that? I'll tell you what. Why don't you trade him your 40th home run ball? What the hell is he going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, just kidding. Mickey, of course, was my idol. Well, I'm not idol. Uh, hero, you know, as a kid growing up in uh, New was York. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. And then when I, pl- I played against him, it was like... Can, oh, we have a few minutes. Will you tell no, us? No, I'm not That's a tell funny, it. funny... Folks, don't... No, when you got the first base, remember when you got the yes, first? Yes, I got the first base my <laughs> first my rookie year. That's was, pretty. Funny. I was so nervous. He was when well, he was. He was he was, playing first? Yeah, I mean, he had moved to first base because his legs were so bad. Sure. And yeah, I took a lead, and I wanted. You're to trying stay. to be cool too, yeah, right? Trying to stay with it. You know, I'm trying to. Should I say hello? What if he says? What if he says? What the hell do you want, kid? I'll be crushed. So I took another lead ball too. So I says I got to do it now because two and zero. Oh, you, you know he might swing and get it. I may never get this chance. <laughs> so get back to the base. Just I was just about to say something. He turns around and says, "Hey, Rick, how you doing, buddy?" <laughs> and I said. Oh, not too bad, Vic. I tell you, yeah, it's been uh, pretty good. I was like, oh man, Mickey. He knew your name. Yeah, that's that's Holy that's geez. really cool. That's so really that's cool. the it, that's the fiftieth time I told. No, you it's story. still a great story. You, you know, know, people are gonna think I'm. No, that's that's a great story. It's a great, great story. Um, what else you got there? Oh, you got the fifty-two. You got Mando. the fifty-two. So this is one that's graded a three. It has the appearance of a five or even a six. There's a tiny, tiny little imperfection on the back. PSA, pretty difficult. And they just recently graded it a three. So it provides a tremendous amount of value in the holder. Let me ask you a question about that, if I Yeah, sure. All right. So this is a PSA three, and I agree with you. This card... It looks a lot nicer than It looks like a four or five. It it really does. Yeah. It's a nice card. Uh, You can hold it. I'm sorry. Getting closer? Could you get in closer? That's it. That's it. No, that's actually that's pretty all good. we got. That's, that's we pretty good. But you know something. My 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 question is, um, when a card grades out at a three, for sure. instance, yeah, and you say, and everybody says, and not just PSA, any any grading company, mm-hmm. they say, you know something, it's a three, but look at it, it really looks like a four or five. Yeah, technical grade versus the appearance. So my question is, does a wow. card that's graded at three does it have more value yeah. than 
another card yeah. graded a three. And, and I think every collector needs to, to realize that. And, and I think what's happening through the, the maturation of our, of our industry is people do realize it. And so this card will sell far in advance over what a traditional normal three might sell for. So not every grade and not every card within a grade are, are equal. Gotcha. You gotcha. Know, there, there's attributes uh, of certain and characteristics of certain cards that really maybe you know make the card, especially on high dollar cards like that, much more valuable. We are chatting with Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. A little later on, we've got Lee Behrens coming in. Lee is from Sterling Auctions. Great guy. He's going to be joining us. And of course, don't forget about our giveaway. <laughs> now this, and we have a Rico spot on deck with Rico. When today? Yeah. Well, what about it? <laughs> well, we're going to ask a question. Well, of course. Yes. Now, so we've been doing. Here's that. what we're giving away uh, for, for out of the bag. This is our last uh, dear friend, the late great former yeah. welterweight champ of the world, Tony DeMarco. Uh, this is the last uh, signed little photo of Tony that we have. So we're going to give it away yeah, today nice. here. And then on deck with Rico. I love this. I love the sideburns, man. We're going to give an autographed Rico Petroselli. Uh, this is the last one of these that we have. The rest well, of them I'll are the ones. More. No, the one. I can't get rid of this, Rico. I can't get rid of them. This is 1936. 1936. <laughs> <laughs> That's Winter Haven. He was, he was ready to go out with Lou Gehrig that night. <laughs> how, how old were you there? About 22? No, I was older than that. Where? I was, let's see. Uh, uh, that was after 16. Uh, I was about 26. You know who you look like? You look like Christopher in The Sopranos. Remember that nephew? <laughs> I do. No kidding. You do. You look like him. Might have been a cousin. All right, listen. Brian's in the house. We're going to take a quick break. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, Mile High. Go to milehighcardco.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field, and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned. The highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. 
visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today. Hi, everyone. I'm Rico Petroselli, and I'm very excited to talk to you about our new partner, Panini America. Panini America is the world leader in licensed sports and entertainment collectibles, and we're proud to have them as the official trading card of the Great American Collectibles Show. When it comes to modern trading cards of your favorite players, Panini America leads the way in terms of innovation, design, creativity, value, and fun. From landmark brands such as Donruss, Prism, and Contenders to high-end juggernauts like Flawless, National Treasures, and Immaculate, Panini America delivers the hottest trading cards of the biggest names in the NBA, NFL, MLBPA, NASCAR, soccer, and college. When you want to collect the best, collect Panini America. Ask for it at your local hobby shop or at mass retailers like Target and Walmart. And you can always find Panini America online at iCollectPanini.com. Panini America, who do you collect? How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports, specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game-used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auction and Collectibles Company. If you're looking to maximize your return on your sports cards and collectibles, look no further. We at Memory Lane Auction House offer you several options to achieve top dollar for your collectibles. Whether you're looking to auction or sell privately, we're the number one choice with over 17 years in the hobby. Nobody will work harder to achieve your goals. Just call us today at 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or visit us on the web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Go with the best. Go with Memory Lane. Let's go. Batter up. Hi, everyone. This is Rico Petroselli, JustCollect.com. A leader in the vintage sports card industry is giving free appraisals on your vintage cards. They'll evaluate your collection for free and let you know the value of it at no cost and no obligation. If you're ready to sell, JustCollect.com will offer you industry-leading prices to buy your card collection. To begin your free baseball card appraisal, visit JustCollect.com or call them at 732-828-2261. That's JustCollect.com for your free vintage card appraisals and top buy prices for your cards. Check out JustCollect.com today. Now on deck with Rico Pastrasilli. Rico Pastrasilli. <laughs> Hi, my name is Willie. Time for on oh, deck with Rico Pastrasilli. All right. No, actually, those are David's kids. Are they? His granddaughters. All right, so this is like the highlight. This is the highlight. This is our segment called On Deck with Rico, brought to you by our good friend Brian Dwyer and the great staff at REA Auctions. 
Don't forget to get your bid in by going to robertedwardauctions.com. That's Robert Edward Auctions for extraordinary results and extraordinary. Excuse me, would you guys, you guys tone it down, please? No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Look at two old guys talking. Oh, that's our audience there. You two know? old guys talking. All right, <laughs> listen. This people. question this week is from Sarah Hughes, and this is a non-baseball question. You ready? Sarah, what are you doing? Rico, yes. what is your favorite Italian food? Um, my favorite Italian food is, uh, I don't know. You got to pick something. Um, you know something? Every uh, time I ask everything. him a freaking question. Uh, everything. It I takes like every- 15 minutes. What kind minutes. of question is this? What's your favorite Italian food? Uh, pick ravioli. One. I like raviolis. Uh, Chef Boyardee? <laughs> <laughs> no, Chef uh, Boyardee. <laughs> Mom. No, my mother used to make them from scratch. Oh, my mother did too. Yeah, oh. they put uh, the ricotta in, oh. and, you know. Oh. You're killing then, me. Then with a cup, go like this. You are killing and me. They go over, yeah. put it over with the ricotta, and boom. And these things were like just big. Uh, so let me ask you a question. What did you put on it, sauce or gravy? I put on sauce. That's my man right All there. Right. Hey. <laughs> you know how many so people, are you Italian? Oh, you know how many people call it gravy? It's like ridiculous. It's sauce. It's sauce. But the people, a lot of people in New York City, Steve Lane and that crowd, and and the people down Staten Island, Joe Marino, and some of the people in East Boston, they call it gravy, not sauce. And the reason they call it gravy is because when their grandparents came over, they tried to Americanize themselves, and they bastardized it. By calling it gravy. I get aggravated. I'm sorry. Apparently. I get aggravated. That was great. Yeah, that's a waste of two minutes get, right there. It's sauce, well, let's right? Let's go back to the... Tom, what's your favorite it's Italian sauce. food? Uh, I Anything. like ch- Chipino. It, uh, Chipinos? Chipino. A nice yeah. stew. Yeah. Italian stew with sauce in it that has lobster, shrimp. Or, oh, I can't yeah. eat shrimp well, anymore. Clams, uh, mussels, scallops. Oh, I see. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Yep. That's northern Italians. All right. Uh, listen, before we get back to Brian, how Let's about our friends? Big shots. What? <laughs> how about our friends at the Philly Show? Well, how about them? Well. Oh, you want me to read? That'd be nice. Well, let me look at my glasses on, huh? Yeah, well, you know, I'm reading this. I don't memorize it. Yes, I love this show. I love, uh, who's it? Uh, no, Joe. Joe's, uh, you know. Well, listen, folks, East Coast Sports Marketing and Hunt Auctions are pleased to present the Philadelphia Sports Show Collector's Show. Hey, that's right. That's very good. The Philly show from Friday, December 3rd to Sunday, December 5th at the Valley Forge Casino Resort in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. King of Prussia. We were there. Yeah, we were there. You before. cost me a lot of money on the tolls. Yeah, well, you hit the guy in the toll booth. <laughs> the at least toll you didn't plaza. lose money upstairs at the casino. <laughs> I hit the t- That's right. I hit the toll plaza. <laughs> Shop over 200 of your favorite hobby dealers' booths on over 55,000 square feet of sports collectibles heaven from the 1800s to present day. (laughs) Major sports auction houses and third-party gradings and authentication companies are on hand to assist your collecting needs. The Philly Show is family-friendly and all kids 12 and under getting for free. Autographed guests to include Manny Trio... Steve Carlton. Wow. Pete Rose. Overrated. Yeah, right. Who Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey. Over 600 home runs. It says in parentheses, first Philly area appearance since Hall of Fame induction. That's Jimmy, Jim Tomey. Wrestling legend Ric Flair. And, of course, Major League Baseball's oldest living MVP, 
Bobby Chance, who is well into his 90s. 94. 94 years old, Tom's age. But uh, for more information, go to phillyshow.com. Remember, since 1975, the Philly Show is where it all started. We were down there. We had fun down there. It was remember? a great show. I really Brian, enjoyed Brian, you go. It. Yeah, absolutely. We've, We've gone every year for... Again, That's 20, 25 years. That's a, <laughs> All right, listen. More here. We got no. We got a couple of other. I want to as as we're going on now. You sure. have a satchel. I mean, uh, Hank Aaron. Can you got hold? the the true home run champ? Yes. Uh, in, I couldn't uh, agree with you more. In uh, PSA eight. Uh, so this is a, a card that uh, has shown a great increase recently, and uh, and, and probably has a, a, a lot more life to it uh, in terms of uh, value. What's, what's uh, a card like that? Uh, what's a PSA? What? It's Eight? about sixty thousand. Sixty thousand dollars. How great was it that the Atlanta won? I mean, I didn't care either either team, but sure. Atlanta won, and then the commissioner Manfredo, I call him Manfredo. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to give them the trophy. Well, the, I know because they, they lost the All Star game. Course, sure. I mean, wow, a lot of people. Well, her and they came to Colorado. Hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah Colorado. I mean, yeah, Michael. there's nothing wrong with that, but can, uh, they shouldn't. Can you lend me 60000 <coughs> You're right. You're cheap. You are so cheap. It's ridiculous. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Uh, what else you got? Uh, we've got a 56 Jackie Robinson. Jackie is probably as hot of a vintage card as there is right now. And this is a PSA 9, probably about $70,000 right now. I have that card in a, in a two. <laughs> <laughs> At least you have the card. I know that. See, this, you know, I'm, I'm changing my whole paradigm. I've, I've gotten rid of most of my T206s, sure. except for the Hall of Famers. I've okay. kept all those. And what I'm doing is now, I'm, 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 because of Rico, and I'm not kidding. Rico kind of got me into the 52 tops, talking sure. about it a lot. So now what I'm doing is I'm focusing on Hall of Famers from all over the place, you know, Play ball, Gaudis, yeah, but not in high grades. I'm buying them in three, twos, threes, fours, and sure, once in a while, sure, a five or a six. Sure. But and I like it. So, so we've got a couple more. This is a '56 Ted Williams, also in PSA nine, uh, because we are in Boston. Can we and, zero uh, in on that? And uh, <clears throat> we wanted to bring a, a Teddy ball game card. What so, year is that? '56. '56. That's a very popular card. It is. This is a great card. It's a modern, more modern card. But obviously a condition rarity because it was the first year that employed the uh, foil. Oh, the Jeter. Uh, this is Jeter's rookie, mm. and it's a PSA 10. Oh, my wow. God. So this Whoa. card uh, is probably between four hundred and four hundred and fifty thousand. Um, obviously, maybe the greatest player or or the most the most popular player, yeah. along with Trout, and probably the last that. forty. Plus years. And you know something? I think he's up there. If you look at his numbers, he's up there. Oh, uh, there's no question. As far as uh, shortstops, yeah, his numbers yeah. are out. Oh, I've really is. paid attention to him and Wagner's. They're very close. Their numbers are very close. Yeah. Sure. And he, he was just a popular guy. Even the Red Sox fans liked him. Oh, you know, oh they did. Absolutely. Guy. Yeah. They gave yeah. him a standing ovation yeah. when yeah. he came so, here the last time. They did. Sox, yeah. Sox fans like him. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a good guy. You got a wilt? We got a Chamberlain rookie in a PSA 8. This one uh, just came back from PSA, uh, and uh, we were fortunate enough to get an 8, which is a fantastic grade. Really tough card. Basketball is incredibly popular right now, and uh, vintage as well as modern basketball, and Chamberlain's rookie is right at the top of the heap. You know, basketball, I was going to say that basketball is gaining traction. Is football gaining traction a little bit? Absolutely. It is? Yeah. Yeah, we have a great football card now that you brought it up. Uh, 
We've got uh, Patrick Mahomes National Treasures uh, card. It's one out of 25. Really? And this card is, uh, you know, three fifty dollars to $450,000 card. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. So, what about the, you have some signed game uh, used basketball jerseys. Now, did they wash them before they gave them to you, or did you just throw them right from, uh, took them off? And you know, I haven't, I haven't given them the smell test, so I'm not exactly sure if they are washed I'm just or curious, not. that's all. All right. Uh, signed baseballs, memorabilia, what else? Yeah, there's Ruth balls. There's a, there's a beautiful uh, ticket um, from 26, I believe. I don't know what home run, but it's from a Ruth home run game, and Ruth wow. signed it on the back, so that's really wow. cool. Nice. Uh, there's a beautiful Type 1 Joe Jackson photo in the, uh, from 1919. Rico's buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Joe, I taught him a How lot. was he? He bought him Good the shoes. I, yeah, I told him, you got to wear shoes when you come out. <laughs> Joe, what is this? How are you going to run? And he said, okay, boy. You know, he couldn't write. He, used to, he was illiterate. His wife used to sign for him. Yeah, then, uh, he, you know, then he learned. Yeah, then after he retired, well, after he was kicked out of baseball, sure. he opened up a liquor store. Liquor store, yeah. You know that Ty Cobb walked into that liquor store one, one day. Yeah. True story. Mm-hmm. And um, he was embarrassed. He was behind the counter. And uh, I, I think Cobb said to him, hey, Joe, it's Ty, don't you? Don't you remember Don't me? you remember yeah. me? And he says, of course I remember you, Ty. He says, I just, I was embarrassed to say hi to you because, you know. He, of what happened. What happened. I didn't think yeah. anybody from up there wanted to see me anymore. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, great they, player. They great s- player. Oh, great hitter. Uh, really but, was. Uh, they said he didn't, he hit like 350 or something in the World Series, that World Series that sure. was thrown. And they, well, they, yeah, but they also that. said that defensively there was some things that happened with him defensively. But you know, mm-hmm. Ruth says he patterned his swing after Joe Jackson's swing. Really? Even though Jackson didn't have the power, because probably in the dead ball era, the, yeah. the, the ball just didn't jump off his bat. But. Yeah, Ruth was... Uh... Rico, I want to ask you about that. Because when I look at film of, of Babe Ruth, yeah. he, his toes, his stance, his kind of his toes were always in, and then he stepped into the plate. Isn't that everything against what hitting's supposed to be? No. No. Uh, <clears throat> he was so strong, he could make up for a hitch. There's oh, it's... a lot of uh, uh, big hitters, uh, home run hitters... Uh, but uh, he was a front foot hitter. Aaron was a front foot hitter. In other words, they take their stride and then hit. And then step into and it? Then, yeah, then get the swing So that goal. back foot's it, almost rather, off the yeah, ground. Yeah, right. Rather than this, occasionally it is. You know, I mean, they hit home runs. Yeah. But they teach, uh, usually you teach is that back foot uh, has to turn. You should keep it in the ground and it has to turn. In other words, follow through. Like golf. Yeah. Same thing. And... Uh, you have to do that, but there have been some hitters who, you know, just so strong. But Hank was front foot, and he could, he was so strong that he can get to the inside. But he wasn't a big guy, was no, he? No, he's 5'11, maybe 180 pounds. Unbelievable. All those guys, Mays. Yeah, none of those guys. Where did the big. power come from? Well, they're strong. You know, they have the, they eat a lot of Italian food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, is, is the vintage market. That's my big concern because I'm a vintage collector. Is the vintage market holding its own? Oh, absolutely. I think we've seen great increases. Uh, Obviously, we all know that some of the the modern material seems the prices are extraordinary. They're all over the place. They're extraordinary. And they, they fluctuate a great deal. 
But uh, vintage definitely has seen a great resurgence. There's been, if you notice in, in whether it's our auction or, or other auction houses, some of the material that's coming forth because the prices are so strong is extraordinary, probably as good as we've ever seen. And it's just auction after auction and great material after great material. So uh, I, I truly am bullish on, uh, on where prices are. And where they're going to be. Well, I'll tell you, uh, a lot's happening in the industry. This no industry question. is all over the place. Yeah. I mean, we've experienced in the last two years, like, a, 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 just a total <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call a it. Recreation. Of, yeah. of, the, of the whole hobby. Yeah. When we started Think about the show, we, there was, you know, we had guests on, we talked about, what about the future? How's it growing? Exactly. Kids, you know, get the kids, the young kids in there and... Uh, you guys have done such a great job, you know. But then all of a sudden, Rico, the, you had this whole young group of investors yes. slash hobbyists in yep. their 20s. Yeah. The, the millennials, the Gen Xs, the, the whatever they're called. And they just overwhelmed well, It's them. a great investment. I, I and agree. it's something that we always talked about. It's emotional. You know the player. Or even if you heard about sure. Mickey Mantle. I mean, wow. You, you talk to even kids. They, they know the name. Oh, Mickey Mantle. Wow. Oh, Babe Ruth. You know, I always get the questions. But you know? now, but now it's it's Tatis, it's well, uh, that's Juan de Franco, that's right? Great. Exactly. That's that's why you that's go where they forward. They, that's where they start, and then they go right. back from that's, there. That was my question. So, yeah. I mean, they're not going to abandon the vintage market. Oh they're, gosh, no. Good, good. No. We are chatting with Brian Dren from Mile High Card Company. Let's talk about another friend, Scott Russell at Collect the Connection. Our friend Scott. Over at the Collector Connection is very excited about his upcoming auction running November 10th through the 28th. It is their flagship pre-World War II auction, the only auction dedicated to only pre-war 1941 cards in the hobby. This time, this time out, in addition to the usual great tobacco, caramel, and gum cards with a nice variety of Babe Ruth cards, there's also a selection of early 20th century postcards, Photo cards start with 13 of the 16 T2, T200 team cards, including Shoeless Joe's Indians, Honus Wagner's Pirates, and Jim Thorpe's Giants. Then move to a selection of Rose Company postcards, including one of the rarest cards in the hobby, the Cy Young. Only the third known example. Also, novelty cut cutlery, postcards, trade cards, and more with low starting bids. And as always, no reserves on anything. So head on over to thecollectorconnection.com and tell them we sent you. Good. Um, what else you got? You got a few others you can I think that was about it that we brought up. So uh, You know, uh, as we were just talking about, the industry and the hobbies change. Sure. Um, Fanatics has come in. Yeah. And they, they bought, I mean, they're, they're coming out with their own whatever you want to call it. I mean, what's going to happen three years from now? Is it going to be, is there going to be a Fanatics line of cards or is Topps going to be absorbed by Fanatics? Yeah. What's your opinion? I, you know, I, a lot of people have asked this. I'm not 100% sure. I don't think anybody is. Um, maybe they're not even sure. Uh, but I do know that, uh, you know, they've, they've got the Major League Baseball license. They've got the NFL license. They've got the NBA license. Um, so I, I think what may happen is you may see, you may see. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You may see, uh, uh, you know, fanatics co-brand with Tops and Panini. Uh, you may see uh, offshoots of of the fanatics brand utilize Tops, uh, but I don't think we're done seeing Tops. Well, if if 
if we are done seeing tops, if there's another line, sure. isn't that going to do something for the tops cards that it exists already? As far as, or does it, is this, are there too many of them? I mean, are they going to increase even more? They, I think they could because of uh, just the nostalgia and, uh, you know, it's, it's the backbone of what uh, our whole industry is built on. Rick, you used to, you were a Topps collector, right, when you were a kid? Yeah. Yep. Well, Did, that's all they only... That's all they had was tops. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. Well, the Bowman, the Bowman until oh, Bowman, until, that's true. Yeah, yeah. until they stop. Not but, that uh, old, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tops. They signed with Tops. Well, and uh, where you just signed with Tops? What year? Uh, Nineteen sixty-three. So you got a Cadillac, right? They gave you. <coughs> yeah, yeah. This is what he got. A little Cadillac. Yeah. No, they gave us a. <laughs> what they give you? Listen to this. This is classic. <laughs> no, they give you a. Uh, uh, brochure we had and you could pick out something so i said i picked out a stereo really yeah i wish i had that stereo now it'd be worth money yeah i just said they owned you they owned you you couldn't get out of the contract brian your website MileHighCardCo.com. MileHighCardCo.com. Thank you so much nice. for coming, oh, man. Thank love you. You. You, know, you know what you mean to us. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to swing by. We're going to do a little filming. Let's do it. Oh, nice. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Lee Behrens is going to join us. Hang in there, and we will be right back. My name is Davis. Please consider making a donation to the Jimmy Fund and Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and help stamp out cancer in kids. We have all been touched by cancer, but we can win the battle. Please make your donation, and remember, no amount is too small. The Jimmy Fund is the official charity of the Boston Red Sox. Thanks very much. Hi, I'm Rico Petroselli. I hope you listen to my pal Davis and make a contribution. We want to make children's cancer a thing of the past, and with your help, we can do it. Just go to TomZappalaMedia.com to make your charitable donation. If you're a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions. The original sports auction and appraisal house, Leland's was established in 1985 by legendary pioneer founder Joshua Leland Evans. And today, President Mike Hefner carries on the tradition. From the Tom Brady card and memorabilia collection, to the famed Boston Garden Auction, to high-end card auctions from every major sport. Leland's has always maintained the highest standards. Go to Leland's.com and get your bid in. That's Leland's, the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades. Panini America is the world leader in licensed sports and entertainment collectibles, and we are proud to have them as the official trading card company of the Great American Collectibles Show. Panini leads the way in innovation and design with great brands like Donruss, Prism, Contenders, Flawless, National Treasures, and Immaculate. Partnering with the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball Players Association, NASCAR, FIFA, and College, Panini is certainly at the head of the hobby. You can find Panini products in major retailers like Walmart and Target or online at iCollectPaniniAmerica.com. That's Panini America. Who do you collect? Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalli and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. 
By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auction and Collectibles Company. If you're looking to maximize your return on your sports cards and collectibles, look no further. We at Memory Lane Auction House offer you several options to achieve top dollar for your collectibles. Whether you're looking to auction or sell privately, we're the number one choice with over 17 years in the hobby. Nobody will work harder to achieve your goals. Just call us today at 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or visit us on the web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Go with the best. Go with Memory Lane. <laughs> Why are you sitting so close to me? Well, I don't know. They ah. said get close. All right, listen, we're going to bring Lee in. Actually, Lee is with us. Lee, how are you, buddy? Hello, Lee. Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Lee Barron's from Sterling Auction Sports. Before we talk to Lee, yeah. we got a couple of little business things. Uh, giveaway. Yeah. You right now. Do it now. Yeah, we'll give this away now. Okay. Uh, and this will be for a Tony DeMarco, the late great. Former yeah. welterweight champ of the world, Tony yeah. DeMarco. Uh, this is the last one that we have. Ricky, you can pick. Well, there, there's nothing in here. Oh, oh, would you pick a name? I just kidding. There it is. Who do we got? We got Randy Rowe. Randy Rowe. Randy Rowe, your boat, baby. Randy Rowe. Here's what you got to do. You get in touch with us. Email me. Message me. PM me. Do what you have to do. If I don't hear from you in one week. You're out. Fair enough. How does he know your email? They, 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 they message me on Facebook. All right, listen. I got something here. All right, let's go. Well, it's, I just this is going out to all card collectors <laughs> who would be listening, right? Right. The, uh, yeah. The ones who, fought, who bought their first God, pack. I'm begging you. Hold remember on. Remember this? When you were 10 years old, maybe, and still feel like you're 10 when you, you buy a pack at 50 I'm, or 60, whatever the hell you are. The ones who obsessively go to eBay to search, to research, and search it all around. Great, great company. The ones hoping desperately to find that card they don't just want, they need. eBay is here for them. eBay is here for them with a trick for every trade. Like, like advanced tools. It's like listening to War and Peace. Without price guide beta. Improved 
management with our online collection and up to 50% faster listing with image scan. Learn how collecting <laughs> just got smarter at ebay.com forward slash trading hub. And guess what, Rico? What? eBay's here for the card collectors with a trick for every trade, like advanced tools for price checking with our Price Guide Beta, improved management with our online collection up to 50% faster listing with Image Scan. Learn how collecting just got smarter at ebay.com forward slash trading hub. Guess what they just sold recently? Um, How about a Kobe Bryant autographed 81-point game ticket? How much do you think that went for? uh, About (laughs) 14,000-something. You're like Kreskin. You're like Kreskin. Ah, well, that's just a... What about the Tom Brady autograph helmet? One well, of one. You know, that's... Seriously, this is really good. I, I'd say it goes around 10600 The man is absolutely Not amazing. Not 599 but 600 Matt, The man is amazing. And they got an Alpha Black Lotus for 786600 Go to eBay.com. All right, let's get to Lee. Great, great company. Mr. You know. Behrens, how you doing, number one? Good, good. You look Thanks great. Thanks for having me on, guys. You look great. Hey, Lee... Um, you know, uh, we always, and I'm, I'm reading this question because this, I, I really put some thought into it. We always say that you have something for every pocketbook, and there's no exception. Say, I just looked on your site, and it's the same thing. You've got some cards that meet just about every budget. Can you tell us about the high-end cards that you have and then the budget cards that you're offering? Sure. The, uh, I, the high-end cards I got are different cards such as, we have some Babe Ruth. I need this that card. One mark, I, a little pink mark on it, but very, very presentable. I need that card. All right. Thirty-four Gaudi, Gehrig, very presentable. Two point five clean. Uh, wow. Uh, uh-huh. Fifty-two top. <sighs> that's a Jackie good Robinson. That's a two, but is much better. It's downgraded a little because it's got a little water stain on it. Bro, hold on. Can you hold that card up again, Lee? Let's talk about that for a minute. So that card, now, um, what what do you think the final sale price on that card will be? Somewhere around what? If you had to venture a guess. Five, six thousand dollars i mean with the, the because the presentation is so good for the grade i suspect it'll be a high end too as far as on the price you know i don't know if you heard us we were talking to brian dreamt about that sometimes when a card is graded at two or three and it looks like a four sometimes that card gets that value of a four Oh, yeah, it will. I mean, in my upcoming, the next auction, which is number 100 for me, I have two more Babe Ruth cards of 33 Gaudi that I thought for sure would be a minimum two yeah. or a three. They both came back 1.5, and they're both crease-free, so that's yeah, more of your high-end presentation stuff. Well, again, but you know something? That could be a good thing for the collector, the average 80-20 rule, the 80% of the people that can afford to buy a card like that. Now now you're right in their wheelhouse. Exactly. And, and that's where Sterling kind of tries to fit in is we do have lots that start as low as $20. We do graded and ungraded. Uh, so we do have a nice selection like this time around of 1957 mm-hmm. tops. Uh, a guy gave me a near set. It was 26 cards short. And I broke it down for it. Uh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, you can good. go get your Ted Williams, your Mays, your Aarons, uh, your Mantle, all individually ungraded on that in there. Uh, we also provide your lower end, you know, top tier Hall of Famers. Yep. So the people on the some type of budget, they can afford to get in there instead of having to always worry Very about Very cool. That. You have yes, some. Uh, and yeah, go ahead. That. 
Well, I was going to say, you have some very affordable rookie cards as well, don't you? Yeah, every auction, you always do get, uh, you know, a nice selection of rookie cards. All the sports. Uh, I mean, this is the first time I've actually had some Shohei Otanis, which Ooh. obviously became very uh, popular. Nice. But we have Aaron Koufax, uh, K-Line, nice 6.5 with them every, through the 60s, the 70s. We have a nice t- 75 tops mini set with the Yount and the Brett that graded plus another 60 cards in the set. So it's a very attractive set for someone that's looking for. Lee, what about, what about the, uh, uh, are you getting, I know you're a vintage guy basically yeah. like most of us, but are you getting into the modern and ultra modern card market more and more? I get it through clients. Uh, I don't readily you know, go after it and stuff, but I, I have a very strong clientele. I mean, I'm always amazed that the last auction, I had a guy that gave me this collection of hockey cards that were those special pole cards and stuff. And it was like 15 of them or something. Mm-hmm. And it was well over $500, you know, and that was like $400 more than the minimum we started at. Oh. It's just, uh, and the consigner was very, very happy. Very cool. That's good done, stuff. So. Yeah. We like always to amazed stuff. at what's out there for, you know, clientele that you don't realize it's actually yeah. there, but they're looking. Absolutely. Lee, you have some uh, auctions coming up in December and January, right? Yeah. December is Sterling Sports Auctions number 100, which is. Uh, hey. Yeah. I, I'm just amazed at this point. Uh, we've making it to number 100 and I'm going to try to make it the best ever and I am offering some consignment specials whether on graded cards and plus if you have some complete sets you just need to email me or call me and we can go through uh, what we have going on with that but I already have a, a nice selection like I mentioned I have two 33 Gaudi Roos there's a 33 Gaudi Gary I'll have a 52 Tops Maze uh a red heart, uh, Mickey mantle. Wow. And all this stuff is PSA graded. So it's, you know, something Lee, you're one of the guys, you're one of the, the, uh, the feel good stories uh, in the hobby because, you know, quite frankly, I know you've been in business for how long, how long have you been in business now as Sterling? I've had Sterling for seven years. I've been in the hobby since around 1980. Okay. But I'm saying the last, the last two years, in my opinion, you have really uh, uh, exploded um, almost to the forefront of the smaller houses. Obviously, you're not a Heritage or a, or a Golden or a Leland's, but you're that next tier that really, uh, it seems as though a lot of hobbyists are gravitating towards. The smaller auction houses that are more personal, more personal, um, and it's like they, they can deal. If we call Sterling Auctions, Lee Barron's answers the phone. That is correct. I'm a one-man show. I do have a guy that comes in the day after an auction ends to help me pack and ship. Well, actually, Rico's looking for some part-time work. Uh, yeah. He can, uh, can he ship? He needs to, he can, he's a good shipper. He can ship. If you uh, fly yourself into Minnesota, you know, we, we'll Jeez, gladly. Of course. Especially now. It's real weather, nice there. You? Right. And about 12 below now. What is well, it? no, we, we're getting there, but uh, we're in the fifties yet. But it's a beautiful it, I'm state. sure we can get you some twelve below if you really want. It. <laughs> uh, Re, uh, Lee, what is your uh, what's your website address? Uh, it's SterlingSportsAuctions.com. Uh, I can always be reached at uh, 
through that, or if you just do a, a Google search under Sterling Auctions, it always comes up right towards the top if you get totally lost. Awesome. Great. But I am a one-man show, so you do get to deal with me, and you get the personal touch. And That's important. That's important. Try to take care of everybody the way I want to be treated, and Great. I think that's a good thing. Really well. Absolutely. All right, Lee, we Great love you. Lee. Thanks, Lee. Thank you, guys. Take uh, care, take Lee Barons from uh, Sterling Auctions. Real yeah, quickly, uh, an all-star cardboard. We an all-stars cardboard memory. If you're interested in purchasing it. Uh, we will be more than happy. You can go on Amazon.com. This is a great book that Ellen and I wrote with the help of Mr. One Rico Petroselli. That's you. Yeah. Very good book. Excellent book. And also, don't forget, we are now part of the United Podcast Network, uh, soon to be on a lot of different platforms. Uh, I, ha- I am so looking forward to walking into my living room, pouring myself a martini with my cheese and crackers and say... Alexa, play the Great American Collectible Well, show. you already can because you're on iTunes. Oh, yeah, that's right. See? Yeah. We're Why already, don't you we're tell me? On, what, do you, what do you have with your martini? Pablum? Yeah. Oh, cheese and crackers. Yeah. We're, oh, yeah. we're already on iTunes and Podbean for the audio. Soon to be on the rest. Ah. They take a little minute because they don't realize how amazing we are, but they will in a second. They will. They will. Oh, well, how nice. All right, Mr. Petroselli. Yeah. Well, nice talk. God you. bless you. We're going to see you Tuesday night. You're buying. Yeah, you okay. just promised me. See, you're going to stiff me. You're going to stiff huh? me. You're going to wind back. up. You're gonna, <laughs> see, all of a sudden, my wallet's too heavy. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. I wish. All right, listen. Uh, that great was job great. today. Love special it. Uh, special thanks to uh, Brian Drent, Mile Hard, to Lee, uh, guys. As always, a great job, okay. and to our viewers Here's and listeners. Dave. Thank you so much for the support. You guys have been absolutely spectacular. Yeah, get back. I got to get back to the home. <laughs> The sanitarium. Wait you know something. It's funny that you put. I gotta have a cigar, folks. You That's put, what I'm having. Look, yeah. You put a you put a motor on your walker too. That's pretty good. <laughs> With that being said, we love you guys. Happy collecting. Thank you. Take care of yourselves, huh? Take care. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.